0: I think it happened 20 years or so ago. Um, I was out with my family uh, in England. We were out shopping, the four of us, and the shopping trip had gone on quite a long time. It was shopping, if you know what I mean. And I said to Richard, my son, teenager at the time, I said, Richard, let's go find some boys' stuff. Let's go find some men's stuff to check out. And uh, and uh, he... Uh, he uh, came along with me and we were looking at stuff like VCRs does anyone remember the ancient technology of the it wasn't wasn't it horrifying you had to wind things forward it was traumatizing and anyway we decided to go and look for some men's stuff and it was then that in the distance we saw a group of brightly clad Hare Krishnas they were singing and they were dancing and when I spotted them, I thought, I'd like to have a little chat with them. First of all, I had a few questions about their fundraising at the time. And secondly, I thought it might be an opportunity to have a brief conversation about Jesus. And so I said to Richard, Richard, Harry Krishnas, one o'clock, we are going in. <laughs> so, he, so he gave me that look that teenagers are good at giving. How many know what that look looks like? and he said "All right, dad so we went we went up to the Hare Krishna's and they completely ignored us why is it that when you want to talk to them they ignore you but when you're late for an airplane 58 of them just jump on you from the shadows and attach themselves surgically to your throat what's that about so so we wore right past them and and they ignored us so I said Richard fear not turn 180 degrees our mission is not a failure as yet let us go back and walk by them again. He said, all right, Dad. So we walked by them again, and again, they totally ignored us. So I said, we're going to give this one more go. I said, Richard, walk slower and, and look rich. <laughs> so he said, all right, Dad. So we walked up to them, and one of these gentlemen, uh, he suddenly spotted me. And, and this is the moment, and he came up to me with a big bucket for the for the collection he was taking, and he said, "Would you like to give?" And I said, "Harry Krishna," and he said, "Yes," and I, I said, "No," and my brain froze, and I couldn't think of a single sensible thing to say. So I said, to "Richard, let's let's go," and we walked on, and I got about ten yards. This is a crowded Main Street when suddenly I heard that gentleman's voice behind me. Sir, I am a person. You may not agree with me. You may not like me. But I am a person. And you just treated me like a non-person, sir. And I don't like that. And as I turned around... Walked back, I realized then was not the moment to reach for my evangelistic booklet. (laughs) I said, you know what, you're right. I'm very sorry because I'd seen an issue but not a person. That's why somewhat provocatively we've entitled this message and it's a theme for the weekend, Human Trafficking, It's Not an Issue. The reason we're saying that is because it's way beyond an issue it is about people and that's the first point in that outline on the back of your bulletin if you're following along and that is that people count people count trafficking is not just an issue trafficking is not just an issue look at galatians 2:1. kind of an unusual verse that i've chosen here and i'll come back to it in a minute or two then paul says the apostle paul says, after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. There's a treasure in that verse. We'll come back to it. Trafficking certainly is a reality. What what is human trafficking? When I first heard about it some years ago, I thought, how do you traffic people? That's an unusual cargo to think about. The definition of human trafficking is when someone is bought or sold against their will. When they are deceived, taken against their will, and they are bought and sold, effectively transported into slavery and forced to do something that they would not choose to do. And you might think, well, how big is the problem? Well, let me put it like this. Let's take every man, woman, and child in the state of Colorado. It's about five and a half million people. Now let's multiply that by five. That's how many people, it is believed, are currently the victims of human trafficking in an industry which is generating, it's estimated, $32 billion a year. Five and a half million children. Five and a half million children who are being trafficked and used in prostitution, in pornography, sex tourism, sold into marriages, uh, sold into sweatshop work, forced to beg and then hand the the money over to their minders who are threatening them, Uh, forced into serving in armies that they don't want to serve in, Uh, forced into farming, agriculture. There are so many different ways. It's not commonly known that around 200,000 young girls and women are currently being trafficked in the Tamil Nadu region of India, and they are being forced in the clothing industry to make some of the t-shirts and the clothing that is currently available in our main street stores and the problem is not just out there the problem is right here and not just in the clothing that we buy because there's the issue of domestic trafficking right here in fort collins there is an issue with people being trafficked but as i've said it's more than an issue more than an issue You see, this verse about Paul going to Jerusalem and taking Titus, what's that about? Well, he went to Jerusalem to discuss the important topic of whether non-Jews, Gentiles, could become Christians. And if they did, would they have to keep all of the Jewish rules and regulations? So here's what Paul did. He didn't just go along armed with an argument or a theological case. But he took a man with him, a man called Titus, a Gentile, uncircumcised convert to Christ. He took Titus along with him. You can imagine the strategy. Let's not just talk theories here. Let's not diminish this simply to being an issue. Look into this man's eyes. Hear his story. And realize that we're not just debasing, debating theological niceties we are talking about a person's life it's more than an issue it's about a life like Adrienne Adrienne was living in a rural city in India was promised a job in the big city and prized for her virginity she discovered when she arrived that she had been lied to became a captive was beaten threatened And ultimately ended up having to service hundreds of clients and when word got back to her home area she was rejected by her family and even her church because they thought she had chosen a life that was immoral and now she is safe through the work of project rescue people count trafficking is not just an issue and then secondly, there's faith that counts. Faith that counts. Love in action. Paul, again, writing to the Galatians, says this. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. You know, this word love is kind of confusing, isn't it? We use it in so many different ways. And so the meaning gets blurred. I, I love my children, and I love my grandsons, and I love rich Extravagant sunsets, and I love traditional roast beef uh, Sunday lunches, British Sunday lunch with roast beef and Yorkshire pudding and roast potatoes roasted in goose fat. And I love the emergency room that I have to visit when I've eaten that stuff. And I love drive throughs, even though I never get what I order. And I love Kay, my wife. You see, the word love gets diminished because we use it in so many different contexts. Does anyone remember that movie hundreds of years ago now, Love Story? Anyone remember Love Story? Oh yeah, love is never having to say you're sorry. I don't think so. <laughs> By the way, just as, aside, as an aside, when I went to see that movie, I was the only man in the theater crying at the end. What does love mean? Well, God defines love and faith in terms of action expressed, where we don't just say, love ya, but where we put that love into practical action. And that love has changed the life of Hema. Hema was forced to serve in a brothel overseen by a thug called Sir She has a five-year-old son, Solomon, who was forced to take shelter beneath her bed while his mother endured countless episodes of horror just inches away. And now Hema and Solomon are safe through Project Rescue because love and faith is tangible. It takes action. Thirdly, we count we count we can bring freedom in jesus name we count we can bring freedom in jesus name galatians 5 says it is for freedom that christ has set us free you might think when you read that verse that that this is simply talking about spiritual freedom and of course it is talking about the freedom from sin that jesus wants to bring freedom from our our shame and our guilt But if you understand the whole Bible, you'll realize that God is not simply interested in spiritual freedom, but holistic freedom. That's what the book of Exodus is all about. Exodus is the pivotal event in the Old Testament where God doesn't just say to an enslaved people, don't worry, you know, it's going to be okay in the hereafter, pray pray a bit more. But rather, God physically delivers His people from the yoke of oppression and of course he does that in partnership he doesn't do that alone he does that in partnership with moses and aaron and others a little later in our service we're going to sing a song that declares this truth you alone can rescue but let's not allow that truth to somehow nudge us to abdicate from our responsibility to partner with God. God gets His will done through people. Recently, children in Project Rescue decided they wanted to send a a message to us. Words of encouragement expressed not through words, but rather a gesture. And they put their thumbprints uh, on on, on cards A thumbprint, a fingerprint, is a unique statement of identification. And uh, later on in the service, you're going to see video footage of them doing that, and also uh, our UCOUNT team putting their thumbprints um, on a map of the world. And and we're going to respond to that. It's going to be a very important part of our service. You'll notice the the black card along the sides of the auditorium. There's a a panel in the south.